Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. Orville premieres this weekend. That looks interesting. Yeah, right? It definitely looks interesting. I, I do like Seth MacFarlane and his humor. I think it could be good. That was an underrated show. What? Andromeda. Andro- I never saw that. Oh, man, it was so good. It had uh, 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 Hercules, Kevin Sorbo in it. Really? Yes, he was nice. The, he was the main dude. Nice. It was a great show. That got no love. I think it went for like five seasons. Really? Yeah. It was what, in the early 2000s? Uh, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. It was one of those ones that was on like WB at like... So what would it have been competing with Voyager? I don't know what it was competing. It was competing against Farscape, maybe? SG-1? Yeah, Farscape at SG-1, I yeah. guess. That would be the only thing that I could think of. Huh. Back when sci-fi used to be good. Yeah, and now it, is it actually good? Andromeda? It's actually a really good show. Really, like it's one of those where you're like, oh, I wonder if it's available anywhere. I don't to know. Stream. It's it's one of those where you're like, oh, this was actually a good show. Nice, huh? <laughs> Why didn't I watch all of this? <laughs> nice. I don't know anybody that remembers Andromeda. Yeah, I never. Saw Nobody a remembers Andromeda. Nobody remembers uh, Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. Um. <laughs> Oh, what was that? What was that show? <laughs> Never with... even heard of that oh, one. Yeah, in the year twenty five, twenty five. Yeah, don't worry about it. Wow, I know that song um, from the sixties. Yeah, they basically did wow. Cleopatra twenty five, twenty five. Okay. Um. Oh, what else was it? Uh, oh, what was that? Uh, what was that crappy? Uh, you don't know Jack? That show with that is, yeah. uh, Vern Troyer was in that show. Wow. And uh, help me out. Who's the guy from uh, Evil Dead? Uh, Bruce Campbell? Bruce Campbell was in that show. He was wow. Jack. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of that one either. From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, <laughs> sail around the bloody world to defend democracy. And uh, Don't worry nice. about it. Nice. You know a lot of things <laughs> that only you know. I know a lot of garbage. <laughs> I know a lot of garbage. That's hilarious. Uh, and Beastmaster? Remember Beastmaster? I do remember Beastmaster. Yeah. yeah. Not the movie. No, no, no. The, the show. show. Yeah. Yeah, that dude gets a. Mhm. Yeah. That probably sounded like garbage in the microphone. No, it sounded awesome. You don't. Know you can't hear. Uh, it, good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one, and then um, there was another one like it that came around the same time. What was it? Gosh, I I'm not gonna be able to remember it. But there was Zena. There was Xena, but there was another one I thought that was... Oh, wasn't there one about Hercules? Yeah, there was Hercules. Okay. The Adventures of Hercules, yeah. starring Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, yeah, Hercules. yeah. So, like, all of those kind of bleed together, like, scenes from those in my mind. They're all the same show. I don't know which one came first. I think Hercules came before Xena. Um, I don't remember. Or if Xena came before Hercules. I think Xena came first. Okay. That, that makes a little bit more sense. And yeah. then Lewis and Clark... Isn't that the, the same girl that shows up in Parks and Recreation and Ron Swanson marries? Who? Did you watch Parks and Recreation? Yeah, I got your wife into Parks Zena, and Recreation. Zena, isn't she the actress? This is the same yes. actress that ends up in that show. Yeah, she's the one that marries Ron. Okay. I thought That's you were true. talking about his like actual wife. No, who plays his wife. No, 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 no from no. Will and Grace. No, that that was amazing. But whose no. name I can't remember. Oh, she was Karen on just on Will and Grace. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Dang it! This has been another terrible Hollywood family tree beginning. <laughs> oh no! It's a it's a great way to start our animation <laughs> podcast. So welcome to the Animation Station podcast. 
My name is Josh. I'm Gavin. And we're absent of Corey this week. Aww. We just got used to him. I know. He's gone forever. <sighs> we kicked him off. The... He'll, he'll be back next time, right? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I hope so. We miss you, Corey. Sure. I miss you, Corey. There you go. <laughs> All right, Gavin. So anything cool happened this weekend? Um, I mean, not a whole lot uh, animation-wise that I can think of. Um, I heard... Um, a pretty good um, Beatles remake from that show Beat Bugs uh, that James Corden sings, and it was pretty pretty awesome. So yeah, sounds sound, sounds great. I was listening uh, to the Beatles station on Sirius XM radio, and uh, it came across, and I was like, "Oh, here's another good song." I've still only watched the first two episodes of that show. I need to go back and like actually watch that first season. Yeah. So yeah, that's about it for me. I cannot find any of the Troll Hunter stuff at Target. Really? I looked at ours. They got none. I'm gonna have to go to the I'm gonna have to yeah. go to the good one. I'm have to go to go to Norman Target. Oh. Is that a super target? Yes. Okay. It's the best yeah, target stinks. in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, you've um touted its virtues for years. I mean only because I go to these other ones up here and I'm like, this is garbage. Yeah, the two right here in Northwest Expressway they are kind of scary. Yeah. They're they're very Walmarty is what they are. Uh, we had the uh, season finale Game of Thrones this weekend, or last weekend, actually. Featuring animated dragons. Yes, sure. they were. Yeah. It breathed blue fire, and I'm okay Ooh. saying that as a spoiler because it's a week old. Blue fire? Is blue this, fire. It's a spoiler that it's blue? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why, and it's got why whole, is that a It's got holy wings. It's, Full of holes? It, well, it's, or yeah, it's dead. Saintly? It's like a zombie dragon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Does that make it more dangerous? Because you can't kill it, really? Well, I mean, it depends on how you kill it. I mean... Remove the head or destroy the brains. No. um, With these guys, you gotta gotta kill them with either Valerian steel or dragon glass, which is obsidian. Oh, okay. But I think what they're gonna do, because... Never mind. Uh, We'll talk about that (laughs) on the Game of Thrones podcast. Okay, cool. Um, I can't wait for that one. Sure. Um... (laughs) Barry and Joe. Yeah. Oh wait, in the news. In the news. <laughs> Barry and Joe, the animated series, has been funded. Fully funded. Ah, oh, yeah. I'm excited. It got funded. Uh, I think it got funded Wednesday night. So just a little bit before the. Uh... There was less than 24 hours yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. And that's incredible, man. With like three days left, they still had like 20k to go or something like that. I and told you, to man. See... Yeah, told you, you were man. totally right. You were totally that's right. That's how Kickstarters work. That's awesome, though. Uh, it's really cool to see it happen. I, you know, they it was a rough time to be trying to raise money, you know, with everything that's going on in Houston and, yeah. and other parts of the world with all the crazy weather and damage from that. But uh, I'm really happy for Adam Reed. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to that interview that we did with him a couple weeks ago, go back and listen to it. Man, I'm excited. Now, this was just funding for the pilot, right? So yeah, they're going to create a fully realized pilot and then pitch that. And then hopefully either during that process or once they get it done, they can get it greenlit as a something they can put into production. Yeah. Hopefully awesome. uh, Adult Swim gobbles that up. That would be cool. That would be nifty. I could see them doing it. I could see them snagging it up. I could see it being on one of the streaming services, though, too. Yeah. You know, Netflix or Hulu, one of those. Yeah, I could see I could see a Netflix doing something like that, and yeah. you know, popping down X amount for like ten episodes or something. Right, because like they do shows like BoJack Horseman and you know things like that, and I don't know. I think it would kind of slide right into those audiences. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Uh, also in the news, um, the extremely popular Japanese anime film A Silent Voice, mm. which is oh, here we go. <laughs> Oh Lord, um, ko no katachi. Ka, ko no katachi. Nice. Where we're we gonna go with that? I, a silent voice. To me. A silent voice is uh, going to be making its American debut cool. on October twentieth. Nice. So hopefully we're you know we'll get some fathom stuff mm-hmm. and we'll keep everybody apprised of when that comes out. So who's bringing it here? Is it G Kids? Uh, it's not G Kids. It's a different studio. Okay. Whose name I did not write down. Okay. It, are they dubbing it? Like, is Funimation dubbing yet. it? And we don't know anything about nope, it yet. We, we just nothing. know it's going to come we know, here. All we know is that they're bringing it over. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to do 
something where they're like, okay, here's a limited release, kind of like what they did with your name. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a limited release, and then here's a full release with a dub sub. Nice. So, is this like the next big thing out of Japan? Like, is it kind of like the super popular movie right now, or uh, kinda? It was one of those like it. It was competing with Your Name for a while. Oh, okay. But I mean, Your Name just sure. Yeah, you know, it kills. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's really good. I read the manga. I thought the manga was oh. like, really, 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 really good. Can you give it's us a very, synopsis? Uh, very sad. Uh, yeah, it's about this uh little deaf girl. Who goes into, well, it's kind of about this main character. He's, little deaf girl comes to school Mm -hmm. and, you know, being a child, you don't really get that. And so you pick on her. And so he picks on her and then Mm. she ends up having to leave school. And then he's the one that gets picked on. Yes. So we have that fun turnaround. And then, you know, it's. Afterwards, I think he goes to a different school, mm-hmm. um, moves into the city uh, to live with his sister, I think. Um, and he goes and ends up finding her again. I keep hitting my mic. Finding her again in college. Right. So then it's like, okay, now he wants to... Make amends. Make amends. Yeah. But then he also starts to fall in love. And then nice. they try to commit suicide. Oh my gosh! They're it's Romeo a, and Juliet. It's a fun. It's wow. a fun little thing. All right. Well, yeah, I think you described that one to me before, and now yeah. that you talk about it, it sounds familiar. Cool, man. I'm excited. It does the animation look good? Oh uh, yeah, it looks yeah. pretty good. Cool. I mean, Sweet. I haven't. It's it's oh, a lot yeah. of stuff. Oh yeah, I think you in... showed me that picture before. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, it's definitely one of those. Uh, from what I've heard. It would be better to read the manga first mm-hmm. before you see it because there's a lot of characters that they don't really go into mm-hmm. because they only have like two hours to do it. Mm-hmm. So they can't really put 10 volumes of a manga in two hours. So, right. Do you feel like uh, the Japanese films, do you feel like those filmmakers really assume more often that people have read the manga I would there? assume, yes. Because I don't feel like movie makers here make movies that way. They assume that, you know, yeah, not everybody's read Yeah, the movie book. makers here are like, people are stupid. They don't know yeah. what the source so material is. to re-explain is. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in, in and Japanese And that is, that films, is definitely a problem with Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Especially in the earlier seasons. They're like, people didn't read this book. They don't know what's going on. So we have to explain it to them. Mm-hmm. And as a book reader, you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, I know. Just... You missed some stuff, but it's okay. I guess it won't matter. Yeah. Matter on down the road. Yeah. I remember when that show started, I was still at Barnes and Noble and everybody got hooked on the show and then we sold out of everything Mm -hmm. George R.R. Martin and then the shipments started rolling in and we just started stocking more and more of it because I would say the vast majority of fans of that show had not read the books before it started. I I got into that back in sixth grade. When a friend, really? uh, one of my friends, Alex, he was like, here, read this book. Wow. Like, you like Lord of the Rings and all that jazz. So I'm like, okay, cool. Right. And I'm like, there's, there's intercourse in here. Ooh. <laughs> so obviously, so little old Josh was like, who he was, a, he was all a flutter. <laughs> um, but Hilarious. yeah, so I mean, I uh, way back book reader, yeah. got that knowledge. You're an old school reader. Nice. Yeah. All the fun times. Cool. That's all I got for news. All right. Yeah, nah. light light news week. There's not a lot even coming out on the near horizon, really, that I can think of. No. Um, Leap-wise? Yeah. Uh, I know I know it came out in other countries. I think like in Canada and some other countries as uh, Ballerina. Oh. Very, very high reviews. Like, really? It's, it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Then... The American version is called Leap. Yeah. Very, very poorly reviewed. Well, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, the Americanization of it, and it just apparently destroys the series, like destroys the movie. So I'm like, ooh. What else Maybe did they I'll Americanize wait. besides change the title? Uh, apparently, like all the actors, all completely different. Dialogue's oh, different. It's it a got French re- film. Yeah, so they it, had well, to dub it's it. like French Canadian, okay. and then it got com- like basically like completely rewritten dialogue wise uh, so it's like uh maybe i'll just wait for the actual one to come out and then mm-hmm. i'll probably just do that yeah yeah 
Hmm. And it may be better better for me. Any news about Moon and if they're going to put that out on DVD or... Not that I've heard. Release it. I'm, okay. I want to see Moon. We didn't get to the the freaking one day it was in theaters. No, that was lame. The one, and it was only on at one time too, wasn't it? Did they have multiple times? I no, like it was, it was you're right. Like it was just a one time deal. Yeah, it's like you have to see it at yeah. noon. If you don't, sorry. Yeah, that was weird. Like, I, oh, thanks, AMC. I'll see it once it's out on on Blu-ray or streaming. It looked really good, and the voice cast behind it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll definitely give it a chance. I just we I wish we could have seen it in the theater that day, but it just wasn't going to work yeah, out. It was so. there was no way that was D and D day, and yeah, oof, too many things. Yeah, but you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll get there. Indeed. Um, I mean, other than that, I mean, we've got some uh, hopefully some interviews working out soon. Yeah, man, we got some exciting stuff in the works. It's gonna be awesome. Watch out. Um, um, <laughs> that's all I got. Hints and clues and uh, spots on. That's uh, all we're gonna all we're gonna say on that front. Nice. Um, that's about yeah. That's when when does Troll Hunter season two start? Um, right now we don't have anything. It's just supposed to be later in 2017. That's the only info that we have, but I don't think they've recast, uh, Jim yet. So, Mm. well, um, they're running out of later in 2017. (laughs) So hopefully soon. We got plenty of time. Yeah. The first season, was it longer than 13 episodes? Uh, yeah, it was two. It was basically two seasons. It was, it was 20, 24, 26. Okay. And it got renewed for thirteen. I hope it gets renewed for more than that. I want oh, more. It probably more. will. That's like the only show that's current that I'm actually watching. Yeah. So I need there to be more, and I need it to be there now. I agree. It needs to be. It needs to be here. Yeah. Especially with no Game of Thrones till like 2019. I'm like going through withdrawals. <laughs> but I think seriously till 2019. Yeah. Holy cow! Man. It takes them a long time to like with this one. The reason is because they're like, okay, we're gonna film because we want everything to be kind of authentic. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna film in the winter. So when everything looks dark. Oh. So they're like, because I mean they film a lot in Norway. Oh, okay. So they're like, okay. So and you know Northern Ireland and places like that. Okay, let's wait until these get like cold, mm-hmm. and then we can do that. So the scheduling is supposed to be October of this year to like August of next year. That's mm-hmm. the filming time frame. Weird. Well, I mean, it's it's also going to be like they're going to be six episodes, but they're all supposed to be like feature film length, so like two mm. hours. So that makes sense. So it'll take a nice. while to. It's weird though that they don't just like and that's just put two out and then wait six months and put two out and instead of waiting two oh, years. Why would to they put do whole, that? Why? So you would, I don't know. So you don't have to wait so long. So you would have two episodes and then you're just like, oh. Well, you know, I guess it's kind of it's kind of what it's kind of like what Japan kind of does with some of their stuff, like what yeah. they did with Digimon. They're like, you get a movie. And then, like, in, you know, five months, you'll get another movie. And then in another five months, you'll get another movie. Mm-hmm. So that's how they do it. Yeah. Instead of waiting three years for three movies. Yeah. I don't know. Just an I mean, I wish, I wish everything. Idea. I wish everything would be like what they did with Lord of the Rings and just film all three movies, boom, 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 and put them out, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. That'd be the way to do it. I wish Lord of the Rings didn't happen, but that's just me. Why? Ugh. Ugh. I was so bored by that. Oh. Well, no one cares what you think. Apparently not. No. One of the most <laughs> successful movie oh, franchises I I, ever. I understand that I'm alone on this island of not caring about Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's because you're dead inside. Uh, yes, I'm Speaking the one Speaking of dead, dead inside, inside <laughs> let's talk about the movie. Oh, revealing your hand so soon. You want to go into it? I would say it's underrated, but it's overrated. Um... <laughs> Oh, uh, so what? What is it? What are we? What are we watching, Gavin? Uh, the we Little watch? Mermaid this week. Disney's nineteen eighty nine classic. Yep, it's almost thirty years old. It's crazy. Thanks, thanks for reminding me of my age. Oh, jerk. whatever. You're the young one here. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the grandpa. Fifty on the cast. But <laughs> um, I mean, it's it was one of those like I've seen it before, and it's mm. one of those. I can wait another like 10 years before yeah. I see it again. Yeah, this is one that I don't necessarily feel a strong urge to watch often. 
Um, but I'm kind of in that same range, five to ten years. It's it like, leaves okay, yeah, more. To watch this this movie leaves more questions than answers. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's weird because it's it's so elevated in the Disney canon, and you know people point to it as the start of the Disney Renaissance era, which led into all those great films in the '90s. And in that way, in that influential way, that kind of historical marker way it is very important and influential but it's not half as good as the series of features that followed it you know with beauty and the beast and aladdin and lion king like it pales in comparisons to those and a lot in a lot of ways there are reasons why um you know it had a a lot of things in its way um you know during production and uh, you know, they kind of the animation department was really struggling at that time to save itself because uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in the mid 80s, the animators got kicked out of the animation building on the studio lot and they no. were sent to like some crappy little warehouse because why Disney live action was where all the money was. And it was so expensive to make animated films that they were really considering like stopping that. And um, there's a really good documentary um, that if anybody out there is, is interested in Disney history and especially animation history, uh, you'll you'll love it. It's called Waking Sleeping Beauty. And it's it's about that 10 year period from 1984 when they created their biggest flop of all time, which was the Black Cauldron, all the way through 1994 when they had completely was turned it around. Biggest, was it the biggest flop of all time? Uh, at that point, it was Disney's biggest animated flop oh. by far. Um, and but it's not a bad movie. Well, that's a different discussion. Gergi. Um, ugh. <laughs> uh, all the way to 1994, which at that point was the world's most successful animated film of all time was Lion King. And so that it's all about that huge turnaround, that comeback story that the animation department went through. Now, Little Mermaid is right in the middle of that period in 89. And it's kind of the tipping point. That was their first huge success during that time when they're kind of building the momentum back towards animation. And, uh, you know, for that reason, it's very important. But going back and looking at this movie, and I said this on an earlier podcast, I feel like the character of Ariel is, she's very beautiful, she's wonderfully drawn, and the music in this movie is fan-freaking-tastic. And I think those are the reasons this is a beloved movie. Outside of that, it's an okay story. It's kind of just a regular story. It's got some really questionable animation. The, and... the opening bit where they're like, let's like put like Vaseline on the lens or something, make it look yeah, really weird. Some of those effects, I hated that. Yeah, you had a really big problem with that. I didn't have as big like, of a problem I, like, with when, that. When I asked it, I was like, why does it look out of focus? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. My problem was a lot of the creatures... The, Okay, you talk about background characters a lot. In this, a lot of the background characters were like the dolphins or, you know, the, the birds that mm -hmm. fly in in that very first scene. A lot of those, I felt, looked terrible. They all looked like, the exact really, like, same. And amateurish. it's just like, let's just, uh, they, they probably just got a bunch of kids off the street. <laughs> uh, it wasn't that desperate. But, you know, it was a lot of, I don't know, it looked amateurish to me in a lot of ways. But you juxtapose it with some scenes that looked fantastic. You know, some of the, especially once we get to like Eric's castle and his kingdom, like some of those scenes look Why amazing. does Atlantis look like a dump? Atlantis? Yeah. Oh, where Triton and all the mermaids? Yeah, I'm guessing live? that's Atlantis. Uh, yeah, I don't know that it's named. It looks like a, it looks like a dump, you know? It's like, it's like crappy looking coral structures. And I'm like. I didn't think it looked like a dump. It, it looks, looks naturalistic. It, yeah, it looks crappy. Okay. All right. Um, put some maybe, clean up your castle, Triton. Exactly. Maybe you know, put some effort into the place that you live. <laughs> Just saying. It was an interesting design choice that they made. Um, I mean, you're aware of the the VHS cover controversy of Triton's castle. It was and very the, phallic. Um, yes. Okay. So you're aware of that. Uh, funny story that Charlie told me. She was four when this movie came out and probably about five when it came out on VHS. And she has one of her earliest memories is going to the video store, her mom and her renting this video. And she remembers overhearing her mom and the 
lady at the checkout laughing and joking about this thing on the cover. And she got home when she was looking at the cover and trying to figure out what they were laughing at. And she's like, because I didn't know what one was supposed to look like. She was five. And so she couldn't figure it out. I just, the way she told it, I thought it was freaking hilarious that, you know, she overheard this controversy and then she looked at it and she didn't like, know. know and that's about. what's funny is that, you know, we make this big deal about we're exposing our kids to these things and kids don't know this stuff. They, it goes over their head. You know, they don't they don't care. Anyway, sidetrack. Uh I think the greatest thing about this movie, like I said, is the music. I think yeah. it has timeless music. I think Part of Your World is one of the greatest songs in the Disney canon. For whatever reason, I always remembered that song being a lot more epic than it is. What do you mean? Like, I, want, I thought it was like... And, you know, it was, uh, like, it was like a like big, big crashes. Yeah, like and, big yeah. swells and everything. Yeah. But then I was watching it, I was like, oh... That that was it. Yeah, it's much more of an oh. introspective kind of song about longing and, you know. But but I do like how each character had their own, like, well, not each character, mainly right. the, our two main characters mm-hmm. had their own song that's yeah. being hummed or in the background. When, yeah. Like whenever we see the, you know, eels or whatever. Yeah. Uh, was it Floatsam and Jetsam? Floatsam and Jetsam, yeah. Um, we get the... You know, poor unfortunate souls right. background. Each have their theme, and then whenever you know, uh, Ariel's just like swimming around, that's mm-hmm. playing part of your world. Or like, when okay. Eric's thinking about her, he's playing that on his little flute. His flute, yeah, his recorder. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, the music is amazing. It's that incredible team of Howard Ashman and Alan Menken. You know, the same guys that wrote Little Shop of Horrors and so many other things. You know, it was. Um, this was at the time when Ashman had just been brought to the studio. Um, he'd been brought in to write a song, I think a song for Oliver. And then they... Was it Why Should I Worry? I don't know. That's a forgettable movie. <laughs> uh, so then they brought him in to work with Alan Menken on was it the, Was it the song that the girl plays on the piano that's kind of like Come Sail Away? Oh, gosh. That starts off like <laughs> Come Sail Away and you're like... Are they are they going to do sticks? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and so what they created musically was just absolutely magical. You know, then they went on after that to do Beauty and the Beast together, and it was right before Beauty and the Beast was released that Howard Ashman died. So tragically, that was the end of the Howard Ashman catalog. Really, he did some work on Aladdin that came out later, but. Um, this is among his most exquisite work. I I love everything that they did together on this film. Um, what do you think about the story? Uh, you know, it's very, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty standard. There's it's no very, surprises. It's very standard. Really. Yeah. Um, I, the themes in the story, mm-hmm. I was like, huh, it's very, it was like, it's a very good thing that, you know, Ariel has, such a tiny waist <laughs> to be able to get through anything <laughs> portholes and things like that <laughs> anchors, anchors you know she's able to go through whatever she can i was like okay sure why not That's and funny. then ursula when she's singing the whole bit where she's about to sign away her soul mm-hmm. which by the way greedy yeah she's already getting her soul if she fails i mean right. and you had no plan to let her succeed anyway right so it's one of those true villain exactly it's like that's greed yeah don't do that kids um but she's like you got your looks you got your body guys don't care about what you say they would rather you be quiet just you know shut up and (laughs) flaunt it right you're like oh okay cool thanks disney (laughs) so disney was you know doing this stuff before they were like you know maybe we should just kill parents right let's just let's well, also, it's it's a 16-year-old girl. You're like, holy crap. Like, How old is Eric? Uh, I think, I doubt he's 16. No, but I think he's like like 18 to 20. Like, I don't I, think he's I, like I a 27-year-old I would put him prince. in like that 20 to 21-year range. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, I think he's pretty young, too. I mean, they're both pretty gullible in a lot of ways. Yeah. Oh, you're the one. Oh, no, you're the one. Oh, oh yeah, you're the one. You look wrong. just like the girl that saved me. Oh, but you can't talk now. Nah, you must not be her. <laughs> like, really, right. bro? That's kind of Re- silly. 
What I found interesting is at one point in the movie, oh, it was during the Les Poisson scene where you said, this is just like Be Our Guest. Because it is. And it's in a the, lot of ways. The, the melody is very much like Be Our Guest. Yeah, well, it's the and same just like, writing duo that did hmm. the songs. So but didn't you sense. say it was uh, Rene? Rene Abergenois. Yeah. Abergenois. I can't Odo. ever do that. Yeah, he's, he's amazing in that scene. But I started to think about the rest of the film. And if you had told me at one point that this came after beauty and the beast i thought it Aladdin, did come, I th- thought it did come King, after beauty and the beast then i would have said oh they're just pulling things from all these other films and putting them in this one film because there are some striking things in this film that i think they pretty much recycled in oh, following when, films. when she's like on the thing and she's like part of your world and she like does the this thing with the waves behind her i'm like uh-huh. she's totally on pride rock like y'all y'all yeah, see that that's right true. that's pride rock i didn't think of that one but that's that's very very much the same I think Ursula is very much like Scar, especially in the beginning. Like even her voice sounds a lot like Scar, but she's got the same deal where she's trying to pit um is you know, Ursula father or... against kid and take over the kingdom basically. Um there's the the whole thing at the end when she gets all her power and she gets all big that's basically Jafar turning into yeah. the most powerful sorcerer and then the genie. So so we're just going to say that Disney stole all of their stuff its own stuff from Little Mermaid. In a way. Now I think what they did is they're like okay there's some good ideas and techniques in these and they did a much better job with them in those other films because I think those Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and Lion King are far superior. Well, yeah, because they had to steal from this, and they they stole from this movie, yeah. and then they were like, hmm, let's make it a little bit better so they don't know that we stole from this movie. <laughs> well, I don't know that that was the thought process, but that's kind of the effect. Uh, but I, I thought that was really interesting, and you know, some of the songs were, were very similar, like you said. Um, I You know, I, I found that very interesting. Now, for me, I don't like, like, Flounder is kind of annoying, and I'm sure you found him annoying, because you don't like stupid side characters. I hated the stupid uh, bird more. Oh, Scuttle? Yeah. Yeah. But it's Buddy Hackett. He's great. I, I don't care who it is. Uh-huh. It's an annoying character. <laughs> he, I liked Scuttle, uh, because he's kind of that a, been adorably the great, that, See, that could have been the greatest actor ever ever created in sam neill and i still would have thought it was a boring character wow that is saying something there that sam neill is the greatest human being ever you're right yeah that that is saying something he's right up there (laughs) right up there with johnny young bosch no casper van dean oh yes yes johnny rico of course (laughs) my other boy (laughs) uh yeah so i don't like i don't like flounder but other than that, I feel like all the characters are pretty good in this. I, I like the character design. Um, I don't think there's a really bad character design in this outside of Flounder because he looks a little too cartoony for the rest of them. Yeah, and he's also like super big uh, compared to all the other fish. Yeah, he's kind of bulbous. It's weird. Yeah, I'm I'm not really feeling the, the Flounder design. But all the other character design I think is pretty damn well good. i mean for for a for a movie that's based off a ride at disneyland i know i mean yeah. it's it's not bad i think it's right. better than the pirates one <laughs> you did that on purpose uh i uh, you know i i think it's some of their best character design when it comes down to it and i can't really wrap my mind around why it doesn't work for me as a whole in a lot of ways and i think to me, it comes down to back to the story where it's two kids and they're both kind of dumb. Yes. You know, and ev- okay. <clears throat> Here's one thing that I was going to ask whilst we were, we were watching mm-hmm. are, is it like a Stewie Griffin thing? Are we pretending that all these fish can't talk when it, they're singing, kiss the girl? Like, oh, are right. we just, are we pretending that yeah. none of this is going on? <laughs> Right. I mean, there's a crab singing. There's all kinds of things that are somehow speaking English. Right. Or are they all singing in like their native tongue? So it's like, like that. Is that what it is? Like, I don't understand. Again, I think they break their own rule because I think for the majority of the movie, we're because even even Eric is like, oh, did you hear something? And then she's like, it's Ariel. Ariel. He's like, is your name Ariel? And she's like, yeah. And you're like, okay, so he can obviously understand what's going on. 
in that one moment. But then because it's I like, think the rest of the film we're led to understand that animals can understand each other, and but she we can, can't and hear, she and can she understand can she came because from them. She, yeah, but in that one moment, well, you know, she she was one she's, of them. She's from under. The she sea? speaks fish. And she speaks the fish, fish. Yes, <laughs> and uh, there's that one moment where he gets it, and that's where they break their rule. And I don't, of course, there's no explanation. When she gets turned into a human and then is raced from like a thousand feet down straight up to the surface, um, a human would die because their blood would boil. Um, She learns to walk real quick, which that wouldn't happen. Hey, animals in the wild learn. You said she was from the animals. Animals in the wild stand pretty quick. It's just our stupid little kids. Good point, but she was not... an animal that would have been born with any of that instinct, you know? So there's Maybe. that. There's, there's the biggest question of all is who did the potty training once she <laughs> got legs? Uh, I don't, there's a lot of questions here, man. A lot of questions, but there's some really great stuff in this. And the thing that I love watching in this, there's two things that I love watching and it's character animation for Ariel and for Ursula, um, Ariel was done by Glenn Keane, who's like one of the superheroes of animation during that time. Uh, he also did Radigan. He did The Beast. He did Pocahontas. Um, I mean, he did some of the most amazing characters. And his animation of Ariel, especially in all the swimming and, and all that, I just think is, is fantastic. And it's just incredibly well done. And then um, Ursula is just her movement... Her style, her panache, I I just, I think they're some of the greatest animated characters I've ever seen. So for that alone, I, I like watching the movie. And, and then, you know, you add the music to it. I, I think, still think it's a winner. I think Rob Minkoff worked on Ursula. Rob Minkoff? Yeah. The director for uh, Lion King? Mm, I think I wrote I th- them I think, down. I think he may have worked that- on it. It doesn't sound right to me. Well, I mean, he may not be credited for it, but that doesn't mean he didn't work on it. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, I didn't write her like, animator. Make her, make her look like she's in drag. Yeah. Well, or make um, him look like he's in drag. Who knows? Yeah. So I it's mean, it's a very ambiguous character. Speaking of drag, she was actually a lot of her design was based on a drag queen named Divine. Have you ever heard of Divine? She's Divine. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, which makes a lot of sense. That's like, that's like, was her name like divine or was it just divine? It was just divine. Oh, so it's not like elegance. She was in like some John Waters films and like she was, he was famous in the eighties, the drag queen. Um, do you know who Alyssa Milano is? Yes, I know. Okay. Do you know what show she was on in the eighties? Party of five. No, that was in the nineties. And she was not on that show. <laughs> uh, Who's the Boss is the show she was on. Anyway, she was a very popular child star and then teen star during those years. And they actually used her as the basis for Ariel's body type, which I thought was interesting. Mm. And apparently Ariel's face um, has a striking resemblance to Glenn Keane's wife. So he basically animated his wife on Alyssa Milano's body, which is kind of weird. Uh, he he animated a 16 version, <laughs> 16 year old version of his wife yeah. on Alyssa Milano's body. Yeah, marrying another guy, <laughs> like yeah. you do. Um, what another thing I found interesting is that this actually marks the very last time in Disney animated history that they traditionally hand painted the cells. Every movie after this, they used a digital program called Caps to paint all the cells. So this is the very last time that they had people with brush on cells actually filling in color, hmm. which so in a lot of ways, this is a kind of a landmark movie. I mean, it kind of changed the future and kind of capped off the past of Disney animation. So. So it was literally like the Renaissance. Pretty much. Pretty much. Now, you know, I, I think the Renaissance started a little earlier with uh, would, the Great Mouse Detective. I would definitely say Great Mouse Detective. Some would say a really good period piece. Yes. <laughs> that, <laughs> yes, uh, it is. That others would say, no, Josh, it's, shut up. It's top six. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not top five. That's hilarious. Yeah, so that's kind of that was the first one they did after the Black Cauldron. 
um, which made them, you know, dude, the Black Cauldron lost in the box office to the Care Bears movie. Care Bears are very popular, bro. I know, but it was a crap movie. Did anyway. You, did, did you see the Care Bears movie? Why would I see it? Well, here's the thing. What if it was like the animation <laughs> version of Raisin Cane? Not Raisin Cane's. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a delicious restaurant. Citizen Cane. Uh, well, it could be, but the animation is crap. <laughs> anyway. You know, then they went into But they've Oliver got Gurgi. They've got Gurgi and the lost Disney princess. Yeah. What's her name? I don't remember. Aeon Way. It's like Yeah, some it's weird something it's weird. Thing. Yeah. Old English name. They went into Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Oliver after that. And that's one of the obstacles that Little Mermaid had is that it was forced to take a backseat to those two productions. So they were kind of you know half in production for years so was oliver the first movie that didn't use the shell cell shading like the, mm. the no 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 it was after little mermaid then everything after that oh i'm talking about was, the films was leading oliver up to little before mermaid. little mermaid yeah i'm talking about the films leading up really to yeah wow you thought it was after yeah why i i because it i don't know because it's stupid it is kind of stupid. It it's seems one of like, my least favorites. Well, it seems like that would be along those lines, like uh, during the time of, uh, oh, what's that stupid movie, Homeward Bound? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think that was too much later. I think that was the early 90s yeah, when it came out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I figured it would have been in that, and they're like, oh, pets, Yeah, talking animals. Let's put the talking <laughs> animals in there. Yeah, it was, it was before that. Because there's talking pets, and then there's like, you know, uh, anthropomorphic characters, so they're right. completely different. So it's like, oh, let's make mm-hmm. maybe make the dogs talk. Yeah, this is more in the vein of like Lady and the Tramp than Zootopia. Oh yeah, Lady and the Tramp was a movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Come out in '94. No, <laughs> you like Lady and the Tramp, right? That's all right. That's a great movie. Kind of, kind of, kind of a racist scene with the Siamese. Yeah, I, 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 my mind automatically yeah. went to We Are it's Siamese, like, and I'm like, ooh, maybe not. There is complete cultural insensitivity. I didn't in want to bring one. it up. I was going to look like Gavin do it. Well, I, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to spin Disney as this perfect thing. I'm good. good night. Yeah. Anyway, um, what do we have left to talk about, Little Mermaid? Uh, Any other points you want to hit? Uh. No. You know that Jody Benson still voices anything they ever do with Ariel. Ariel, like she is. If there's any a video game or a commercial or anything, she still does the voice. So she still voices everything. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. this is pretty cool. So you have that consistency, you know, because a lot of the characters you you hear them now, and it's like, oh, they brought somebody in to like. Impersonate so is she going to be in uh, whatever that's called? Yeah, they got Bring all the Ralph. voice actors back for that. All of them. Is Ming so. Na in there? Is that Mulan? Yeah. I think so. I didn't see the scene. She's not a princess. I don't... Um, it's, Oliver I, went to that panel. I didn't. So I didn't see the scene to know who's in it. She's not a princess. I'm just going to I'm just gonna throw that out there. Milan's not is, a princess. Is she included she, in that franchise? The Disney princess franchise? Probably. I don't know. It's I, weird. It's I, been I, a while since I've looked. Like half the princesses on there aren't like real princesses. Just because you marry into royalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Nala shouldn't be a Disney princess. Oh no, she's Mufasa's kid. <laughs> so. so Disney incest. Yeah, the it's, Disney dude, incest it's like, line. It's like Game of Thrones. It's okay. The Targaryens. <laughs> They're both blonde. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. Did you know that Jim Carrey uh, auditioned for Eric? He didn't. I'm glad he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get, get it. The part. Yeah. Um, B. Arthur was the original person they intended for Ursula. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, that she turned been it down. Good. She turned it down. Uh, I think. Pat, oh, Pat now Carroll, I want to hear B. Arthur's uh, sound it'd be, it'd be test. Kind of cool, huh? Oh. I don't think she even did a sound test. Oh though. man! But I think Pat Carroll was perfect. I love her performance. It was funny. Two expos ago, I was hanging around the vendor area, and they were clearing out this artist booth, and they're like, "Guys, we need you to clear out. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get this signing started right away." And I was like standing right there. I just happened to be there. Like, what is this? And I saw the sign. It said Pat Carroll. I had no idea who Pat Carroll was. No clue. And then, and this lady next to me spoke out to the crowd. She's like, we're going to get started real quick. And I can't wait to meet all of you. And it was Ursula's voice that came out of this lady. I was like, it's Ursula. Oh my gosh. Like that is her real voice. If you've ever heard her in interviews, she is Ursula. She's not putting on a voice at all. So when that voice came out of this lady standing right next to me, I 
had a little moment. It was kind of awesome. Did you go get her autograph? Or, I did or did you say, hey, thanks. I, I, really I was like so surprised Ursula. and too shy in the moment. I was just like, wow, that was kind of cool. And I walked away. <laughs> like a man. Yeah. Walk yeah. away. I'm not I'm not brave like Liam to walk right up to Clements and Musker and like shake their hands and say, you guys are awesome. I'm I'm too chicken a lot of times. Oh, well. All right. So you oh, want to well. wait? Rate, yeah, let's rate it. Let's go. I can't talk. Uh, you can. Ah, uh, three dippers. Three. Okay. Sure. I'm surprised. You know, to me, I'm putting this slightly higher. I'm going to give it a 3.5. And a lot of it is for historical reasons. I think it's an important film. And I do like it. I do come back to it. Not every year, but every few years I come back to it. I mean, I'm sure when I have a little little cane running around <laughs> they'll probably watch it yeah and their favorite character will be flounder and you'll be like oh, i'll be like i'll be like okay time to get a new kid i'll put that <laughs> one out on the doorstep and be like i don't want this one no more defective take it back yeah like, uh get rid of it well uh maybe you'll like the next little mermaid little mermaid we watch better i think i will so we're gonna end the month on ghibli's version of little mermaid Plenty in the month on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good way to yeah. end it. In swim tem- swim timber? Swim timber. Swim fan timber? Swim not swim <laughs> fan timber. That's a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. We'll just go with swim timber. Okay, swim timber. Not sea timber? No, swim timber. Swim timber. Okay. I I can get down with that. We should do a never mind. All right, so uh top five? Yep. And now for another top five. All right, so for this top five, we decided to do our top five animated fish. <laughs> yes, we did. Because, you know, it mm-hmm. makes sense. So this will be the finale to our show. <laughs> I get a dead-faced look from Josh. <laughs> a dead fish face look. A dead fish face look. Oh, okay. Uh, our number five mm-hmm. from... Fox's, yeah, I think it's Fox. Fox's animated series, American Dad, oh, yeah. comes Klaus the Fish. <laughs> I couldn't remember where you were going with this one. Klaus the German Fish, right? The German Fish, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I haven't watched a whole lot of that show. Have you watched much of it? Uh not really. Not, yeah. not a whole bunch. It's it's weird. I feel like. They've got they've got Klaus the fish, and then they've got the alien that kind of sounds like Mister like uh, Templeton the rat from uh-huh. Charlotte's Web. Yep, yep. I mean, it, it's entertaining. The show's entertaining when I've seen it. I just I don't I don't ever see it because I don't watch live TV, and we're not buying the DVDs of that. We should we should do what's on uh, Hulu and oh, is Netflix. It? Oh, cool. Um, we should do top five animated rats because I want Templeton on that list. Yeah, and you'll probably want Mickey on that list. Do I want Mickey on Except, that list? Yeah, no. You'll call him a rat, but you won't put him on your list. He's a rat. Yeah. Uh, well, mouse rats. <laughs> <laughs> Top five bands. Uh, number four. Mm-hmm. A little remember. Hanna-Barbera. Oh, yes. <laughs> the one and only Jabberjaw. I can't believe you and Corey made us put this on the list. Well, yeah, because Corey knows who Jabberjaw is. He does. Yeah, who else knows who Jabberjaw is? You Brady too. also knows who Jabberjaw he was. He remembered once you showed him the well, picture. Well, yeah, because yeah, he was like, I right. don't remember the name Jabberjaw. But then we're like, yeah. look, here's a picture. Oh, yeah, the, the the shark from Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, he was in Josie and the Pussycats? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was that but was he, during that time. He had his own show, though, Yeah, right? that was during that time when, you know, everything Hanna-Barbera oh, just right. intersected. Yeah. Like Josie and like the how Pussycats. every star at the network Long showed up on Gilligan's Island. What? What now? Uh, you were singing, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I I've never seen this character ever, aside from the couple of images you've showed me on your phone. He just goes, no respect, no respect. And is that all he ever says? That's like his catchphrase. It's his catchphrase. It's his catchphrase. But he has like, like Ruby dialogue, Ruby. right? Yeah, he talks. Okay. What is what is he? Tell me about Jabberjaw. Well, I know, but what does he do? Like, what's his um, he's, he's story? Sure. He's, he's like a cowardly shark man who helps. He's basically so he's a shark man. He's does he basically have legs? no. He's got fins. Oh. He's basically like Shark Scooby Doo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's and, afraid of everything. And shark uh, and useless. Uh, uh, was it was it Punch Buggy? 
Is that his name? <laughs> Another character that only you remember. Uh, other people remember. <laughs> stupid things. Um, number three, we went f- a little Studio Ghibli. Nice. And went with Ponyo. Oh, a little Ponyo. Technically, she is kind of a fish at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think she's definitely a fish at the beginning. But it's weird because like, she also has all those brothers and sisters that are also fish but then are somehow like waves mm-hmm. but then i all think they get like captured and eaten i don't know i don't yeah. understand it's really bizarre yeah it's weird uh i'm glad we got that one on the list even though um cory hasn't seen it yet uh i i think he'll i think he'll enjoy it once we see he will it soon yep he will Going very soon over here so yeah even though cory's not here we didn't mention it but we all did come up with this oh, list yeah. together all three that. of us so because Corey His input me. was involved. That's why Jabberjaw's here. That's why Otherwise, Jabberjaw's he wouldn't here. be. And Klaus is here. Yeah. And why the number two is here from Pokemon. Oh, yeah. The worst of all the Pokemans. <laughs> the one and only Magikarp. Why is he the worst? He doesn't do anything. He can't. He doesn't attack. Oh. Like, his attack is Splash, and it's not very <laughs> effective. Which works if you're fighting a lava monster nope, like in it, Moana. Nope. Doesn't work at all. No? Nope. Oh. But didn't you show me he turns into some giant yeah, he monstrous turns into fish? A, he turns into a Gyarados. And then he what? He dragon. splashes bigger? Well, I mean, like then he uses actual attacks and stuff. Oh, so he does attack once yeah. he turns into that. Yeah, he has to turn into a Gyarados okay. first. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's not but yeah, included Magikarp, in Magikarp's just, character? Like, he literally, like, in the anime, he's just like, bloop. He, like, <laughs> flops, and it's like, bloop, 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 and that's it. What? Yeah, that's, that's it. Lame. That's all he does. That's that's magic carp. Okay. He goes carp, carp, magic carp. There's just so much on this list. I don't, I don't know. That's what it fine. Is. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorites in the honorable mentions, and I'm sad about it. Uh, Gavin's favorite, Marlin from Finding no, Nemo. No, that's not it. Um, Cleo. Yes. The goldfish. We already the have one gold fl- goldfish, goldfish on the uh, on here, and it's Klaus because he talks. Uh, Ponyo's kind of a goldfish. Yeah, she talks too. Yeah, she's like a red fish. Yeah, she got well. She got orange hair. I guess uh, whatever. Um, I don't know what this is, Mister Limpet. Yeah, it's a character that was in a live action and animated film starring Don Knotts, and Don Knotts gets turned into a fish. Cool, Mister Limpet. Um, who is an Easter egg in the Little Mermaid ride? You see him in the Under the Sea scene, hiding behind some seaweed. Oh. So, little nugget for you Disney Parks fans. If you're nugget. riding the ride, look for Mr. Limpet. We also have Bruce the Shark from mm-hmm. Finding Nemo. Which I like. Fish are friends, not food. Not food. And then from Nickelodeon, SpongeBob SquarePants, Mrs. <laughs> Puff herself, the driving instructor. Nice. Uh, and then, for some reason, Merlin as fish is on the list. Yeah, he turns into a fish in that scene where they're turning into things. So. Yay. That's you know, the best scene in that movie. I no the squirrel scene is the best scene in that movie. Eh, the squirrel scene's okay. Squirrel scene. No, no, because Battle between because him that, and Madame that, that poor little squirrel girl falls in love with Arthur as Squirrel Boy and mm, but then yeah. and then it breaks her heart when she turns back into when he turns back into squirrel when into regular boy mm-hmm. and she's all crying and you're like, Oh poor squirrel girl. I'm hurt inside now. I don't think I could do the number one. You can. It hurts inside. No, you're I'm very good. sad for poor squirrel girl. You'll get over it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Compose yourself. Deep breath. And... You got this. Think happy thoughts. Think of a beautiful... Okay. Um, <laughs> Pinocchio. Shout out to Peter Pan. Um, our number one mm-hmm. from... Disney's. Mm. I, I'm sorry. It's Pixar, yep. but guess what? They're owned by Disney. Yeah. But so technically, Disney's Pixar Studio made it, not Disney Studio. But okay. keep going. But okay. So Pixar Studio owns it. Does I mean, they made it? Does yep. Disney own Pixar Studios? Yes. So Disney's. Okay, Josh. I'm going to give you this one because well, you'll, I'm you'll right. do it until you get your way. Well, I mean, I don't, ha- I don't have to just do it. I mean, like, I'm only, nothing I'm saying is incorrect. Ever. Disney's. Keep going. Finding Nemo, the one and only, the Dory. <laughs> yes, Dory indeed. In that first film, 
I think she's freaking hilarious. They have there's just enough Dory, Ellen DeGeneres' performance as the airheaded forgetful fish is perfect. I think she's great in that first movie. When I heard the and I didn't really like Finding Nemo as a movie. It was one of my least favorite Pixar's. So when I heard that they were doing Finding Dory and they were going to make a movie all about Dory, I was super excited, then super let down. But in that first movie, Dory's fantastic. So, and I think we all three voted for her. She was the only one. I yes. think we all three voted for. Her, so. Uh, yep. She was. That's why she was number one because yeah, all three. She's of a great character. Dory. I I really do love that character. I just don't think she's strong enough to carry a whole movie. And if it wasn't for Hank, I would have been totally heartbroken about that. Was that, that movie. Coach? No, that was um, uh, Ed O'Neill. Oh. Yeah. Bundy. Al Bundy. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Sorry, I get Craig T. Nelson and. Yeah, that's Mr. Incredible. Ah, oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. He's Coach. Cool. <laughs> Remember Coach? I do. My dad, <laughs> that was one of his favorite shows. I, I have clear memories of my this dad. This episode is just full show. of like really old school old TV school references. TV references. Yeah. Started with Who's the Boss and now we're on Coach. Well, I think we started with some other stuff beforehand. Did we? Cleopatra 2525, 25, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Andromeda. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yeah, that's all we got. Sweet, man. So we got to come up with some other top fives that are sea-themed for the month. That one was weird. When we first said, oh, let's do animated fish, I thought, oh, we'll be able to come up with tons. And there's this like was none. hard. Very hard to come up with. Well, I guess we're just going to, for the next top five, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Oh, nice. I like what Jokes. you did there. <laughs> awesome. All right, man. I think that's about it. Yeah. Not anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, we should probably get Rob Minkoff on an episode since he did Lion King. All right. That'd be cool. I'm down with that. We could talk about him. I'm down with that. Maybe he could bring the ukulele and he could play again. That would be cool. That was pretty cool. That would be very that was cool. A, that was a good D23 panel. That and was we had awesome. good seats. We did. Because some guy like went and like stole seats for us. Yeah. Some awesome dude some awesome did dude. that. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think we... the Hercules panel was the only panel that we didn't have good seats but we still had good seats but they mm. weren't like on the floor right every other panel that we went to mm. we were like on the floor but that is the panel that broke your foot exactly that's yeah. why it was worse <laughs> so that's the worst of the panels <laughs> it was it was a great panel but yeah. leaving was not good oh man that stinks man i felt bad for you next time you'll be there with a healthy foot yes I don't know if there's going to be a next time. No, next Honest- time at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. You'll go back oh, to Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, I'll yeah. go back to Disneyland. I don't think I'll go back to D23. That was not my cuppa. Yeah, there was not enough of the things you were there for. Yeah. The, the Disney television and things like that. I know. That was very surprising that there was just nothing there. I was thinking it was going to be, oh, yeah, this is the Disney television area. We're mm-hmm. just nothing but Disney TV. Yeah, and, and I think I, it... I, I was thinking it was going to be more like a Comic-Con type thing where we got yeah. like panels of Star, panels of this, panels of this, and there was just nothing. Yeah, I, I, like, oh. I think it speaks to some of the stuff we've already talked about on earlier episodes where the Disney television stuff, it's kind of the, you know, the cast-off department you know they don't get a lot of marketing a lot of merchandising a lot of they certainly don't put anything out on dvd nope. so at a convention like this it's like yeah they're gonna do some they got a big new thing with ducktales so they'll do a ducktales panel but outside of that they're not gonna really push a whole lot you know and and i think that's unfortunate because there's a huge fan base of people like you and especially kids that you know would really love to see more of that stuff when they go to the convention so i'm really surprised by it and they kinda, don't they don't care about us yeah but it makes sense that's why you don't really see yourself going back yeah maybe maybe i'll when, be there maybe when disney does their streaming thing maybe they'll be like you know what we'll put all this old stuff on there mm-hmm. that would be great yeah that'd be if cool. they did that and they're like and i can watch kim possible again mm-hmm. like i'll be like okay disney you got it and that could maybe spur some sort of interest back yeah. in all these old things yeah and we should probably try and get Christy Carlson Romano on an episode too. I would actually be interested in seeing the those nineties Mickey Mouse Club episodes where they had Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake. So the old and, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Club. like and Carrie Russell and who's the other one? There's one other one that was 
that became super fan. Oh, it wasn't Ryan Gosling on there. I want. Like I think. I think it was him. But just to see all those kids like before they were household names, I think that would be really interesting to me. But yeah, yeah uh, it'd be cool. Are you? You're not going to get the Disney streaming service, though, are you? I. I don't know. If it depends. Are, on, if, if they. If, if they, they put, have TV, you might. If they put the old TV stuff on there, yes. Yeah. And probably just for like a month, and I'll watch them, and then I'll cancel it, and then <laughs> it's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, man, jury's still out on that. I, I, because no I would, idea. I would love to go back and watch, you know, stuff like Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, and the bandy. Yeah, that's a pretty and good show. Maybe like old Aladdin, uh, mm-hmm. the old Little Mermaid show that they had. Uh, oh, by the way, congrats to uh, Ariel and uh, Eric for getting together and having a kid. What? Yeah. Did you not see like all like the other like two or three uh Little Mermaid sequels they did? No. Yeah, it's about like her kid. The only sequels voiced by Tara Strong. The only Disney sequels I've ever seen are Rescuers Down Under because it was released in theaters and then Aladdin 2 and 3. Those are the only so you didn't sequels see I've ever seen. Too? No. The I own where, it. The one where John Smith like Looks seems like he dies at the very beginning of the movie, and you're like, uh-huh. "Oh no, John Smith's died!" And then this other dude comes over, and he's all trying to woo Pocahontas, but she's like, "No, I love John Smith." <laughs> <laughs> so she went to England and got a Valley Girl accent. Yes, <laughs> is Mel Gibson John Smith in that? Oh, probably wow. not. I mean, it's it, direct yeah. to DVD. Yeah. yeah, or I'm sorry, it was direct to VHS. Right. All right, Gavin, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art on the web, GavinAudisonArt.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. On Twitter at Animate Podcast. On Tumblr at Animation Station Podcast. Our Facebook page, Animation Station Podcast. You can also find us on our website, www, which stands for World Wide Web, <laughs> dot animationstationpodcast.com. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes. And Stitcher. And on the podcast tab of our website. Mm-hmm. That was good. We nailed it. Yeah. I like it. One take. It's all it's <laughs> <laughs> with clever editing uh we're not gonna <laughs> tell you where you can find Corey because he's not here yeah, he's so out when there you're not here you don't, you don't get majestic. to pimp yourself yeah it's the majestic one the majestic one yeah <laughs> or the majestic core i don't remember it's oh the majestic core the majestic i think Corey? that's it yeah on all the things just search majestic surely that's the first thing that'll come up is him yeah just put, <laughs> put in mc and it'll be like oh <laughs> He would descend from the heavens like Mm, manna. Right. All right. So we good to go? We're good, man. All right. It's for the Animation Station Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Remember, kids, just keep swimming. Made you look. Bye-bye, little butterfly. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. Did you check out any of the new Force Friday stuff? No, no like like I care. I know. I Everyone like, oh look, it's a pork. I'm trying to find a pork. Yeah, I don't, get the whole I don't pork know what thing. that the, is. The one that I'm interested in is in the BB nine E. Like that. That's pretty the, cool. The little black BB eight. Yeah, he looks dope. The M- Empire version. I hope. I hope that's going to be Kylo's little roll around ball. Well, what I hope is that we actually have a droid nemesis in this. Like, I want to see like because R two never had an enemy. Yeah, they were called all of the battle droids. Yeah, but you know they didn't have like a you know somebody that was actually like their uh, rival or something. I I kind of hope that BB eight gets a rival out of it. I think that'd be kind of cool. Just because, but then you're gonna root, then you're gonna root, different. you're gonna root for that cute little black droid, and he's either gonna get destroyed. Well, no, it's Disney. They'll probably just reprogram him, and he'll be yeah. like, "Oh, I'm happy now." I don't know. It, I don't, I'm not sure. That probably neither of them will get destroyed. They'll both be fine. Oh no, I didn't say anything about BB-8. They already killed Han. They wouldn't kill BB-8. No, I know, but the new black droid.
will be fine too. Oh, they'll probably kill it. No, nah, it'll be fine. They'll probably kill it. They'll sell more toys if they keep them around for episode nine. Yeah, I'm not saying they kill him in this episode. Oh, I'm saying they're the gonna end. kill him. Oh. We'll see. I, I I just hope it's. I hope he plays a part because remember they did that. Um, there was a black empirical um R two unit um that they promoted and made toys of for episode seven. Yeah, that and was it was like, in there for like three seconds. Yeah, it was like not even a thing, kind of like Phasma and. It's all this marketing behind something that thing. So I'm hoping they're going to do something with it. I don't know. Who knows, man? I think it looks cool. I'm yeah. excited about it. I, I don't I have care, the money to buy about, all those Sphero things. But I if care I did, not about I would. Porgs. That, that, I, I don't know. I don't even know what that is. I think it's ugly looking. Yeah, I've just seen like pictures of them. I don't really know and what they are. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, I got to collect all 17 of them. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Like and it's the same Funko Pop, it's the same number, and they're buying like four of them. I'm like, look, I got all four. We're like, no, you got one four times. <laughs> it's still number one twenty eight on all the packages. Yeah, you all got the Funkos one. are the same to me anyway. They only made ever made one Funko Pop. I don't think so. Pretty much, they're all the same. Except you know, I've never understood that whole collectible like. We're going to do one shape and then just apply different features to it thing. Like, I just, I don't get those. It doesn't appeal That's to me That's because you have all. no imagination. Oh, I got plenty of imagination, mm. but I, I don't, I don't get it. They're, they've got it figured out though, because they're making money hand over fist. Yeah. Like crazy. I mean, Disney does it with the Vinylmation and Doom and all that stuff. The Vinylmations, I never liked those. They look stupid. Like, they look, they look, no, they look different. They, no, I know, it's a different shape, but it's the the same concept. I know, it's the same concept, but for whatever reason, the Funko Pops actually look like a thing. It's where, like, the Vinylmations, they look all, ugh, ugh. Yeah, well, you're trying to apply it to a weird version of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. I never understood it. No, I never got. And I, I still don't get the Tsum Tsum. I don't thing. get the Tsum Tsums either. Like, they're just like squished. They're little they're pills. Like, no, what we should do. We should take. You know what happened? It was probably someone at a Disney store, and mm-hmm. they were really, really bored, and they got a poster tube. And remember when they had uh, used to have that big, huge pool of like all the all the plush. stuffed animals? Uh-huh. They probably just was like, let's just stuff one in there and see what happens. And we're like, oh, this is kind of cute. Maybe we should. <laughs> and they took a picture, and mm-hmm. we're like, look at the fun we had at the store. And Disney was like, hmm, tubulars animals. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> That's how Tsum Tsums were created. Yeah, who knows? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hack Wikipedia. I'm gonna put that. On there. You should. That would be awesome. I, I'd believe it if I read that story on Wikipedia. I would believe it. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Sounds legit. It does. That's Balderdash. It's Balderdash. That's yeah. a fun game. It is a fun game. I like it. Why don't we ever play games, Gavin? We do. We play D and D for seven hours at a time. But, I mean, we haven't played D and D in years. It seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. And it'll be years before we play again. It'll be two weeks before we get to play again. Yeah, years. In D&D time, we, so, we will be old men. No, in D&D time, no time at all has passed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like it'll, it'll five take a, minutes It'll later. be five years in the real world, and it's been like two weeks right. in D&D. <laughs> in that time, you swung your sword. No, you swing your sword. That's all uh, That's all in like a minute. <laughs> I know, I'm exaggerating. Yeah, I know you're exaggerating. Yeah. 